Welcome to the podcast. Hope you had a great week. So excited for this week's podcast. We have Pastor Oscar Sosa from Montreal, Quebec. Good News Chapel. Welcome, Pastor Oscar. Thank you so much. Honestly, a pleasure to be here again on this third week. Love it. That's right. We're going to be continuing our leadership series, Biblical Principles for Success. We talked about our identity and understanding our identity in the last podcast. If you haven't had a chance yet to go and listen to it, I'd highly encourage you to do that. It is loaded with spiritual truths that are going to really help you reform your 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 self perception, who you think, who you are, really, uh, because that means everything. As a man thinks in himself, so is he. So if you think yourself to be cursed or unlucky or whatever, you're gonna you're pretty much gonna have that lifestyle. But if you start to see yourself the way in the Bible lens of who you are, how God sees you, the spiritually blessed seed of Abraham, it's gonna change your life. So definitely go and listen to that for today's podcast. I'm excited. We are gonna be discussing wisdom, biblical. Uh, principles for success and one of them a main one is the spirit of wisdom in operation in your life having the wisdom of god operating in your life understand this when you got born again you received the holy spirit and the holy spirit there wasn't a twin brother of the holy spirit that's less than what jesus had there isn't the the you know the third cousin in another side of the family, Holy Spirit that, you know, he's not as powerful as the main Holy Spirit, but, you know, he's got some good things to, to talk about and to add. No, it's the same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead that lives and abides in you and he quickens your mortal body. And part of that quickening has to do with your mind and also quickening your 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 IQ. I honestly believe this. I believe this 100% because it's been my story. When I was in the world, I wasn't bright. I wasn't the smartest kid. I wasn't the most helpful person. I, I, I wasn't the brightest kid. When I got saved, I firmly believe the Holy Spirit quickened my brain. I couldn't remember where my keys were, for goodness sakes. Now, I feel like I have a mind now, and it's all glory to God, where I, I memorize scripture. I can memorize facts. I can memorize quotes from people. I can memorize uh, all kinds of stuff. And I really believe, I'm a firm believer in this, when you get saved... God supernaturally quickens your brain and actually uh, improves your IQ supernaturally. I believe that when you're saved, you, the Bible, I don't know, it's not just I believe, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2 that who has known the mind of the Lord that we may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So that's scriptural. We have the mind of Christ. There is a impartation of heavenly wisdom that comes to you the moment you're born again. So stop saying you're dumb. Stop saying you don't know. Stop saying, Jesus never said, I don't know what to do. And he's our perfect example. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. We should also never confess, I don't know what to do. Because the moment you say that, you've shut your brain off anyways. So if we're going to operate in this biblical level of success, we need to be very well familiar with this mind of Christ that's been given to us and the supernatural spirit of wisdom that God has given us. Ephesians 1 says, we have received the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of our understanding have been opened. So don't, you know, quit saying, I, I have a hard time understanding things. I have, a, or I have ADHD or I have this, I have a learning disability. No, in Christ, 
the spirit of wisdom has been given to us. We have a wisdom that's not of this world, a wisdom that is not from the demonic, a wisdom that universities can't even teach you. It is a wisdom that is from above, the Bible says. And so my prayer and our prayer in doing this podcast today is that not only would a hunger come on you to to desire this level of wisdom. Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard this. Maybe you thought you're on your own in life and you're going to have to think things through. God desires. The Bible actually says, my son, if your heart is wise, my heart shall rejoice also. God desires for you to walk in this heavenly wisdom so that you're you're operating at a whole nother frequency of operation where this world, this generation looks to you and says, how are they doing it? Mm. That's essentially what 1 Corinthians 2 says. What eye has not seen, what ear has never heard, what has never entered the heart of man, these things God has given or revealed to those that are called uh, and, and that are that love him and are called according to his purpose. And then it says they're revealed to us by his spirit, namely the spirit of wisdom. Yeah, I love that. And I think like, you know, right off the bat, one of the things you got to understand is that you could actually ask for wisdom. Yeah. You know, like this is something that you could actually ask. James chapter one, verse five says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. That's right. And is this, that is just so important. But I, if I could just continue the rest of that, it actually says, verse seven says, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with a divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So first thing you got to know, you could ask for wisdom. You could ask the Lord. You could ask your Heavenly Father, Lord, if you find yourself like, man, for some reason, uh, you know, if, if you thought like exactly what Evangelist Teacher just said, you know, he said that before Christ, he was not, you know, there were certain things that, you know, he, he just felt he was not bright in certain areas or he was not wise in certain areas. And the thing is, when he came into salvation, all these things came behind him. The wisdom of God came behind him. And it, it may be the same thing for you. Maybe, you know, like you uh, felt like, man, I, I just don't know much. I don't know how to do all these things. You could ask the Lord for wisdom. And the beautiful thing is this, that the Lord says he will not rebuke you for asking. With that instruction also comes the second instruction, which is this. Do not be double-minded. Don't ask the Lord to give you wisdom and then say something else from your mouth where it's like exactly what uh, Evangelist T.J. said before. He said, you know, like, don't say I'm dumb. Don't say I'm stupid. Don't say I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, like, make sure that when you're asking your Heavenly Father, Lord, give me wisdom, then start walking in that. And then you got to take necessary steps to be able to attain that wisdom. A lot of people don't have uh, a revelation of the Bible in a specific area and therefore they suffer in that area. That's right. You know, like... You know, there are things that you got to do. You ask the Lord and then you study. You know, you ask the Lord, Lord, if, if, for, I don't, like, if you're somebody who says, Lord, I don't know why, uh, you know, each and every single year, you know, I, I, I've seen people get healed. I've seen, I've seen people deliver. I've seen people come to salvation. But then when it comes to finances, I'm poor. I'm broke every single week, every right. single year. There is something that you can do. That's and right. what could you do? You go, You first you ask the Lord, Lord, give me wisdom in this area. And number two, crack open the Bible and start looking at places where, wait, how, how, can I, how, can, how can I make sure that I don't live in poverty all the days of my life? Yeah. Yeah, that's ex uh, exceptionally uh, true because, you know, and we've said this many times on the broadcast that your life is going to be determined not by God, not by the devil. It's going to be determined by 
your understanding of the word of God and your application of God's word. So it's not, you know, God's already laid out every principle in the scriptures, but the word of God is not good and doesn't come to pass when you just quote it. The word of God comes to pass when you work it. Mm. You have to work the word for it to work for you. You need to work the word for it to work for you. And that's essentially what wisdom is. And that's what we're talking about. Wisdom is not being eloquent in speech. Wisdom is not having the gift of gab. Wisdom is not being able to, uh, you know, speak like Shakespeare or something like that. Wisdom is knowledge applied. Yeah. Wisdom is not even just knowing everything. Because there's a lot of people who know a lot and their lives are not anywhere near success. I, I love that. It actually reminds me of like uh, Matthew chapter 724 says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. That's right. Is like a wise man who builds his house on a rock. So it's like you have to apply. That's right. Or, or you know, like, or else it's just going to be a dream. She's going to be a hope. You know, that's what faith is. Essentially, faith, wisdom, faith is the highest form of wisdom. Mm. Because faith is believing God's word and acting on God's word. It's not just confessing God's word. We go beyond confession yeah. and we, we start moving on the word of God. You know, it was wisdom for Noah to build an ark. It wasn't wisdom for Noah to talk about that he needed to build an ark. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's a lot true. of people who talk about what they know they the, what they know that they have to do and all that. That they're not wise people. Yeah, it's it's like it's like when I you know I tell my wife all the time. I said, "Babe, I think I'm gonna start going to the gym, or I think I'm gonna start running because you know it's like I I need to get better at this." And and I talk about it. I even watch, you know. TV about it. Like, I, I'll, I'll put a YouTube video, and I'm like, oh, look at those people working out. And I'm like, I think I'm going to work out. And and I watch the whole thing, how they do it. Yeah. And then if I never apply it, I'm still going to do the same, you know, being a size 32 pants. That's not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4, what does this wisdom do? And what are we talking about when we refer to wisdom? Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 5. Listen to this. This is Solomon, who's said to be the wisest king to ever live. He also taught me and said to me, speaking about his father, David, let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, don't forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth, don't forsake her and she will preserve you, that's wisdom personified, love her, love wisdom, and she will keep you. Verse 7, listen to this. Wisdom is the principal thing. The principal thing. It's the most important thing, he's saying. Wisdom is of utmost importance. It's the foundation for everything else that we do. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So it's like that, whole, that saying, you know, give a man a fish, he'll eat for one meal. Teach a man a fish, to fish, and he's going to eat for a lifetime. Wisdom is not, you know, it, it, there's so many people that they want handouts. <laughs> they want money to get, be given to them. They want the shortcut to success. There is no shortcut to genuine Bible lasting success. Yeah. The fruit that remains that Jesus talked about. There's no, there's no shortcut to that. Yeah. And Solomon goes, goes to say, wisdom is the principal thing for that level of success. And in all you're getting, meaning everything you're trying to chase after, first and foremost, don't forget to get after understanding. Yeah. Exalt wisdom. She will promote you. Come on. So you want promotion at work? You want promotion in your career? Promotion in your business? Promotion at your, your, if you're an entrepreneur? You want, you want to grow? You want to get to the next level? You want to be promoted in the sight of man? 
The Bible says you're to exalt wisdom. What's exalting wisdom? It's digging deep into the word of God to find out its kingdom mysteries yeah. so that you can gain earthly mastery over the affairs of life. Yeah. That's what it is. The word of God is, is packaged in kingdom mysteries that when the Holy Spirit reveals it to you and that wisdom is imparted into you and he gives you an instruction to do and you apply it, it enables you to have an, a mastery in what you're setting out to do. She will promote you. She'll bring you honor when you embrace her. She'll place on your head an ornament of grace. That's talking about when you operate by God's wisdom, there's a grace behind you. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Absolutely. It, there's a grace, a wind that comes behind your back. What other people do sweatfully, you do sweatlessly. What other people strive to get done, you, you're just doing it. You know, it's not about, people, and understand it, it's not about hard, hard work. Because a lot of people who work very hard and they're not working wisely. That's it's right. about wise work. It's not about hard work. Now, I'm not saying there isn't a place for hard work. We should be hardworking people. But I want to work hard at the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what you're trying to say is like, this is, we're not talking about like hustling. Yeah. You know, hustling is like, it could destroy you. Yeah. Because you could, be, you could be going so hard at something, but it's like, you're just doing something and you may actually be doing it wrong. You may get a little bit of success or maybe, you know, like medium success, if you will. But if you're doing it like just hustle, hustle, I'm going to hustle, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You could burn out so quickly and so easily when it, in reality, just look at the word of God and the Lord, ask the Lord for wisdom in that particular area and how to do it better. That's right. And you will have more success that way than just, you know, going like without like, without understanding. That's and right. just doing a, 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 a role or a job, just doing it just to do it. Just know? to get it done. Just to get it done. Listen to this. She'll place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory. That that a crown represents yeah. enthronement. Yeah. Represents you being the best of the best in that field. So I want to remind you today, not everyone's called to be a preach, full-time preacher of the gospel, full-time office of ministry, pastor, evangelist, prophet, apostle, teacher. Not everyone's called to do that. If you're listening right now and you think that, oh, the Bible's only good for evangelists and for ministers, it's, it's not. The Bible is applicable no matter what field you're in. And the wisdom of God is not just wisdom to preach the gospel, although there's, a, there's, a, there's that side to it, but the Bible actually talks about the multifaceted wisdom of God. So God's wisdom is multifaceted, meaning it, there's a wisdom for anything God's called you to do. There's a heavenly mind or a, 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 a God idea in getting it done. Yeah. So if you're called to business, I mean, there's this lady from Montreal, Heavenly Taste Cookies. Yes. She literally got the wisdom for the recipe for cookies. She, was, she had a passion for baking, passion for cooking, whatever. She had a recipe given to her, I believe, in a dream yeah. where she penned it down late night hours, uh, and it was God downloading into her heart the specific uh, ingredients yeah. for this cookie, and that cookie is worldwide today. They're in airports, they're in stores worldwide. I've seen them in it, the United States. It's literally, even just here in locally, it's in like... Everywhere. Major coffee shops yeah. are having it. They may not actually know the story, but they're still selling her cookies. Yeah, because they're the best. <laughs> I, I mean, you've had them? I had them. They're phenomenal. They're heavenly. They're heavenly tasting <laughs> cookies. <laughs> <They're> heavenly. <laughs> she named them the heavenly taste. So the Bible says a crown of glory she'll deliver to you. You'll become the best if you'll go by God's. And remember, there's, there's, there is a God set of instructions and a God way of doing things for anything God set you out to do. You know, the Bible says in 2 Peter 1, 3, his divine power has given to you all things that are pertinent to your life and to godliness. Yeah. So God's um, 
the Bible says his divine power has given to you all things, including the wisdom, to get done what he's assigned for you to get done here on the earth. Listen to this, Proverbs 4.10. I just love this chapter of Proverbs. You should read Proverbs 4 uh, today when you have spare time. Hear my son and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps aren't going to be hindered. So where everybody else tripping up at, you're, you're going to have unhindered movement. That's not to say no challenges. It's just it's not going to hinder you. It's not going to do anything to you. When you run, you're not going to stumble. Take firm hold of my instructions. Don't let it go. Keep her, for she is your life. Then you move on to verse 18. For the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter and brighter, even to that perfect day. I love that scripture. I, I really love, love that scripture. Because it, it, it goes to show you, uh, you, you know, just like the nature of our, of our father, that that's actually what he desires for our life, that it gets brighter and brighter each and every single day. Right, like I, I just love that. And, and when it comes to wisdom, if we could, if we could turn this into like a little bit of an interview for a second, because the thing is, a lot of people like listen to you. They know you're an evangelist. A lot of people that listen to you, they know that you know, like obviously, they know that you've achieved a level of success, if you will, right? To when it comes to ministry. But the thing is, there, I'm sure there are people who are watching who are not into full time ministry, but they're either they want to start a YouTube channel, either they. Um, uh, there's something that the Lord placed in their heart in order for them to be able to do. Would you talk a little bit about that when it comes to the YouTube channel that the Lord put in your heart to do? Because obviously your message, the message still of salvation, the message still of teaching the gospel, uh, but also like just tell us your, your experience when it comes to applying wisdom there. Yeah, well, you know, there's a guy in the Old Testament when Moses had been given the instructions on the details for the, you know, the articles of the, of uh, the, the tent of tabernacle or whatever, and all like the articles that they had to make, you know, the the, the actual uh, yes. tabernacle itself. And the Bible, I think his name was Bezalel. And the Bible says of Bezalel that the Lord gave him the wisdom yeah. and understanding to know how yeah. to create the artifacts for the temple. So God will not just say, hey, uh, TJ, you need to get online. You need to do YouTube. <laughs> That's the instruction. Yeah, That's yeah. what I have to do. But he'll show, he'll also, he's interested in showing you how to get it done. Yeah. He'll give you, uh, he'll lead you through the process also. And how it's not just, you know, get this done and then you got to work it out. Yes, there is, you know, God, I, the famous saying, we've heard it before God gave you a brain so you can give him a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that too. It's not like every single detail of the way you need to be like, oh no, I'm not moving until the Holy Spirit speaks. It's like, yeah. no, God gave you a brain so you can give him a break on certain things. But I believe that the entire process, God is intricately involved in it. So like in building a YouTube channel, for example, I sought out, you know, God's anointed other people yeah. in my field. Isaiah Saldivar, David Diga Hernandez, yeah. Vlad Savchuk. These guys are phenomenal uh, men of God who have built significant YouTube platforms of 250,000 yeah. subs plus. And so I, I'm, I'm friends with some of them and I've, been able to pick their brains on what the Lord. So also another thing is about wisdom is not, is that it doesn't always have to come in prayer alone in yeah, a prayer yeah, yeah. closet. You can actually seek after what other people have received from the Lord. You know, Paul said that which I've received from the Lord, I've delivered unto yeah. you. So there's people that God has given them wisdom. That's why I read books by Kenneth Hagin, yeah. books by Bishop Oye Deppel. So I don't have to fast and pray to obtain that same revelation. Yeah, I can just yeah, yeah. read their books uh, with an open heart and receive from the word of God from there for what they've spent 30 years learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
that that's that's a, a huge aspect of gaining wisdom is seeking out people who have first of all the wisdom is justified by her children jesus said yeah. so when someone's truly wise heavenly wisdom is operating in her life there's going to be good results yeah they're going to bring forth success I'm not looking for some guy who's got four subscribers on YouTube <laughs> and I'm saying, hey man, can you like teach me what you've been doing? No, be followers of them who through faith and patience yeah, obtain yeah, the yeah, promises yeah. of God. I'm not interested, you know, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown always jokes around like the apostle with six guys in his garage. Yes. He's not going to be writing a book on church growth and handing it to Enoch Adeboye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I actually know, of, we know of a minister <laughs> that wrote a book on church growth that has a church of like 20 people and handed it to someone who has the largest church in the world, <laughs> which I kind of That's believe. That's just funny. That's it, just funny. He's a good guy, though. Yeah. I just laughed so hard. He handed his book on church growth <laughs> to the guy who's got, no, it should be, show me your books yeah, on church yeah, growth, yeah, yeah. and I need to buy them, and I'm going to apply them, and I'm going to read them, and I'm going to do everything I can yeah. to learn from them. So, yeah, that's a huge thing is finding, locating people that have success um, in that area and then pick their brains, you know, get, what did the Lord show you? I ask Isaiah all the time, what, yep. what has the Lord shown you? And he recommended me to buddy. He recommended me other external sources that help with all this. So, you know, and that's, that's what our, we're trying to make very clear here today is that success is not a matter of luck. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I know the quote, if, if success was, um, was uh if success was a matter of luck poor men would ride horses yeah you know like if it was just about wishing then poor men would ride horses mm -hmm. everybody would be royalty everybody it would just you know it'd be random you'd have hardworking people that are doing things right not succeeding yeah. and then random people just overnight six that, that that's not how life works success is intentional yeah and it's when you locate God's wisdom on the matter and follow it and put your hand to the plow in working that, working his wisdom through. And like you said before, asking, you know, let him that lacks wisdom, not complain and sit there, oh, I don't know what yeah, I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you could either be take that approach and just sit as a pity party <laughs> and hope people come and help you. I just hope someone comes and helps me. You know, I could have been like, man, I just wish someone would have me on their YouTube platform so I can gain followers. Or I, I, if, if, some, if some famous television network could just call me and just, I can just get that break, big break. Going back to knowing your identity from last week's episode, yep. Abraham wasn't looking for a big break from the king of Abimelech or the king of Philistia or whatever. Abraham walked with God, and he despised not the day of small beginnings. On, that's a word. And as he moved forward, that's a word. he was on the path of the just that shined brighter and yeah. brighter, even on to that perfect day. And, and I love that. I love that you said that like, because the thing is a lot of people think that, you know, they see you and they watch you, they watch your live stream, and they see like over 200 people log in. They listen to the podcast, especially, you know, I'm sure that some of, some people are listening right now. Obviously, people are listening right now. And, and the thing is they think like, oh, man, if I just, you know, if I had the team that TJ has, or if I had the, you know, the ability that he has. And the thing is, they think this success came overnight. When in reality, it was like, there were certain things that you were doing. You were, you asked the Lord for wisdom, and then you were applying things to make sure that you were doing exactly what God put in your heart to do, right? Like, go into this area when it comes to the area of YouTube and, and start preaching the gospel through there. And, and I've seen it. And, and the crazy thing is that people think it's really overnight. They, it, I think sometimes people think it's like, I got to do it right now, and then by next week, if I don't have 10,000 subscribers at the end of the week, then obviously I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. But if, if you could speak on that, because the thing is, you've been on YouTube, what, for two years? Yeah. Two years and 10,000 subscribers. So what would you say to somebody who just started today, not just on YouTube, 
but any project that they do in their lives that whatever that that they fell from the Lord to do, obviously. Yeah, well, that's first thing I would say is if does did the Lord tell you to do it? Yeah. Because if you didn't, you have no business doing it. Yeah. The Bible says we are co-laborers with God, and unless the Lord builds the house, they who labor labor in vain. So even if you know what to do and how to do it and you're trying to do it, if the Lord's not laboring, you're laboring in vain, in vain. uselessly. So you find out if God wants you to do it. I got on YouTube and Facebook because the Lord told me to do it. It was very uncomfortable for me. I, I, I have no problem preaching in front of a live audience. In front of a camera, it's a little different. There's a learning curve and stuff. It was very uncomfortable for me. It took me months before I actually went ahead and, and was consistent in it. Actually, like a year and a half before I became consistent. Um, so find out what the Lord told you to do. And then uh, I, I would say... Like I said before, locate people that have done it. Pick their brains, people that are doing well in it. Don't learn from people that are below or not where you want to go. You want to you learn from people that are where you yeah. are, uh, where you want to go, or on the path to where you want to go. And they're ahead of you, you know? And then I would say that um, in prayer and in, in reading the word, the Lord will speak to you and you'll pick up on things. Yeah. That Specific instructions, small little things. That are going to lead to massive growth and stuff, and and you don't despise the day of small beginnings. You don't, you don't sit and you know wallow and complain about, you know I can't like you said uh, it's been I've been doing this for three weeks and I still don't have a thousand followers. Yeah, yeah. It's like consistency will always outperform uh, natural giftings and talents. There's a lot of people who are naturally gifted, but they're not consistent and they suck. Yeah. And as a result, like nothing happens in their life. They don't have growth. They don't, they don't ever realize they have goals, but they don't have consistency. Yeah. And that's a huge thing. Consistency will always outperform a guy who's got amazing goals. And, and I love that you, you is the second time you said don't despise the days of small beginnings, because the thing is, uh, you could have easily said, you know what? I'm an evangelist. I don't have to do anything with YouTube. I don't have to do anything with this. Uh, you know, I should be paying somebody to do this. And, and and the thing is, the reality that maybe at that time it wasn't that that wasn't the case, right? Like you, it's not like you could just put somebody on payroll. But now, you know, you're bringing people on payroll to be able to help you to f keep facilitating what God placed in your heart. And I just love that because the thing is, it's not overnight, but it's something that as you were consistent, obedient to the Lord, perseverance, yeah. and not giving up, and applying the wisdom, right, that came from the Lord. To be able to, even now, you, you keep applying wisdom to be able to keep growing what God's told you to, to grow, right? Everything with the Lord, I believe, grows and multiplies. That's right. So uh, I, I love that. And, and I'm sorry that I kind of like hijacked the, the podcast and yeah, turned it into an interview. But the thing is, who else is going to interview? Yeah. Me. <laughs> I, I, I think it'd be a great place to head out with this on talking about Joseph. Because mm. we talked about perseverance and we talked about endurance and stuff. Joseph endured. Yeah. Joseph, the Bible says, Pharaoh commended him publicly and said, inasmuch God has shown you everything, there's nobody as wise or as discreet as you are. Yeah. So Joseph had supernatural endowment of wisdom. There's no doubt about that. I mean, if you think of it, Joseph preserved the world from extinction. Yeah. Because the whole world, it wasn't a regional famine. No, no, no. The whole world was in a famine. Yeah. And everyone came to Egypt because God, through the interpretation of dream, by the spirit of wisdom, uh, uh, Joseph was able to give uh, not only the plans on how to preserve, but the technology. Yeah. They obviously have to develop some sort of technology to preserve wheat for seven years. Yeah. Some people think that's maybe when the pyramids came in. 
you know, I don't know. I'm not like knowledgeable <laughs> on that. But some people think that's where the pyramids came into play, where they built these pyramids to house all the wheats and, mm-hmm. and store all that stuff. I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's what some people think. Yeah. But they still had to develop some sort of preservation system and storage system for all these. We're not talking about, uh, you know, 50 people in Egypt. We're talking about who knows how many people were yeah. on the earth at that time. I haven't done my studies on it, but a lot of people. You know, and everybody in the world was coming to Egypt. Even Jacob and his sons were sent to Egypt to 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 buy food from them yeah. because of one man's wisdom. He preserved the world from extinction. Have you ever thought of it that Praise way? God. Like the whole world yeah. preserved from extinction because they would have died in the famine. Yeah. Seven years of famine. You can't get over that if you didn't prepare. If you didn't know it was coming. That's another thing. The, the wisdom of God is not going to tell you what to do. The wisdom of God will actually show you what's coming yeah. and to prepare. The Bible says that the prudent man, the wise man, foresees evil and hides himself. Yeah. The foolish man passes on and is punished, destroyed. The wisdom of God won't only show you what to do in the present, but it'll actually reveal things to yeah. come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the gift of the word of wisdom, when talking about spiritual gifts, the word of wisdom is not, uh, oh man, the ability to just uh, say wise things. The yeah. word of wisdom, if you study it properly, it, it is the revelation of future events, the hidden wisdom of God, which is future events. So part of wisdom operating in you, especially this gift of the word of wisdom, is the revelation of future events and then showing you God showing you how to prepare beforehand on yeah. how to deal with it. And you look at Joseph's life, going back to endurance and perseverance, he had many times to quit, many opportunities to quit, many times that he could have thrown in the towel. He could have sinned against God, yeah. could have had Potiphar's wife. He could have done a lot. He could have gotten out of the race a long time ago. But his endurance and his perseverance and his his decision that I'm not going to quit because ultimately quitting's a choice. Yeah, you don't f- you can feel like quitting, but you're feeling. There's a lot of people who feel like quitting. Yeah, the difference between someone who endures to the end is that they don't ride by their feelings; they ride by their faith. They yeah. look to the reward. Joseph did that, and look what it did to him. He became the prime minister of Egypt. Was given the signet ring of the pharaoh. That everything was under his dominion and under his authority. Which, like, it points out also to, like, you know, like, obviously we kind of, like, made it into, like, ask God for wisdom if you feel like if you feel like you lack wisdom for whatever it is in your life, in your personal life. But just like you said with Joseph, I think about Solomon. You know, Solomon, when he sought the Lord and, uh, you know, the Lord appears to him. And, and I love what he says. He says he actually asked the Lord, Lord, give me wisdom so that I may be able to govern your people well. Yeah. It wasn't just wisdom for himself. It was yeah. for others. In the same way how you just say, you know, through one man, basically, the whole earth was able to be supplied with food, right? The whole earth was able to be saved. In the same way with Solomon, it was like he was doing it for the people. It wasn't just wisdom for me. It was wisdom to be able to govern the people well. And the Lord gives him that wisdom. Not only that, he says, I will add all these other things that you did not ask. That's right. I will give them to you. So I love that because wisdom, yes, we today we're applying it for ourselves, but also... And so that you could bless this world. That's right. That well, Proverbs eight eleven says, and I'll finish with this. It says, I wisdom dwell with understanding and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. Mm. And every great invention, the wheel, yeah. the iPhone, the everything. Yeah, everything. I mean, everything everything been invented. The refrigerator, all great inventions, the car, the, the cell phone, all of them have provided extreme benefit to that generation and to generations following. We still use the wheel. Get in our cars. Yeah. Get in our motorcycles. You know, it's just, it's a generational blessing. That's partially what it is. 
So when you get, when God gives you a wit, and, and I'm going to finish off by First Corinthians 2, what eye has not seen, yes, what ear has not heard, but has never entered the heart of man, God has given to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And he reveals those things by his spirit. So don't try and come up with it with your heart. Mm. It's not going to, that's the difference. That's when we're talking about the spirit of wisdom. It's not about your own mental capacities or your ability. It's literally the Holy Spirit dropping something, an idea, a thought in your heart that's going to lead to explosive growth. Thanks for joining us this week. We're so uh, excited for this podcast series. We've got two more coming up. And uh, keep on sharing it on social media. Tag us in it. Love to know where you're watching, where you're listening from. And uh, until next time, God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Oscar. Always a pleasure.